You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here, along with our MLB.com Blue Jays reporter, Gregor Chisholm. And, Gregor, the Blue Jays uh, may be getting some help on the way. It seems like uh, Jose Bautista may be back early next week. Um, that's good news. Uh, this team needs to get healthy for the second half of the season. We haven't recorded this podcast uh, in a couple of weeks, the two of us, since before the All-Star game. But but now's the time for the Blue Jays. They're right in the thick of things in the East with the Red Sox and the Orioles. And the Orioles slipping up a little bit this week thus far. But when you think about getting Batista back in the lineup, he hasn't played since since June 16th. How big a lift could he give this team? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge lift. And in, in a way, it's almost like, you know, adding a player at the deadline. Uh, I mean, this is a team that has kind of turned things around during uh, Batista's absence, at least offensively. They've been, they've been averaging close to six runs per game. It's been a lot closer to the type of offense that people expected going into the year. And obviously adding Batista into that mix can only help. Uh, they've done well to survive without him. Ezekiel Carrera ha- has been a really nice fit this year. He's played really well. Uh, but anytime, obviously, you get a guy like Batista back into the lineup, uh, it, it's a huge boost for, for the club, uh, especially offensively. And, uh, you know, it, it's just really good news for the Blue Jays that so many guys seem to be going in the right direction at the right time. And now they just have to hope that they keep everyone healthy from this point on. But uh, it certainly does seem like the recruits are, are kind of on the way. Yeah, and over the last week, an interesting move from the Blue Jays, I think. Two-year extension for Justin Smoke. Um uh, I think maybe just the timing maybe surprised people, an in-season move. Uh, but Smoke has seemingly, you know, found a home for himself in Toronto. He had bounced around a lot in his career, never seeming to, to fit anywhere, but he's been good with the Blue Jays. And this also, it seems like it's a bit of an insurance policy as well. Obviously, you have Batista and Encarnacion, both free agents at the end of the year. Chances are you're not going to bring them both back. Um so how key is it with all the free agents that this team is going to have to deal with in the offseason that now they don't have to worry about Justin Smoke? Yeah, it's, it's 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 kind of a curious move. It was it was certainly caught pretty much everybody by surprise. Uh, I don't think anyone was really expecting uh, that type of deal. But as you touched on, this is a team that has an awful lot of work to do this offseason. I mean, they, they've still got nine pending free agents uh, at the end of this season. Uh, and I, I think having smoke around uh, does provide a little bit more stability. Um, you know, it is interesting that they decided to lock in a roster spot uh, this early uh, with that type of move. But the contract itself... Um, you know, the fact that it's just a little bit more than, than $4 million per year it doesn't necessarily mean that they're they're permanently locked into him as being a starting first baseman as well. I mean, he's certainly going to be a big part of the mix moving forward, um, but it's not the type of contract that is prohibitive to other types of moves. So the, the one thing that general manager Ross Atkins said um, after that signing was, like Edwin Encarnacion coming back. I mean, they've been on the same team uh, this year, and, and they could be on the same team again next year. Um, but it was it was an interesting move because I don't think anyone was ex- expecting Smoke to be the guy to, to get the early deal. Uh, they have a decision to make today, I guess, Gregor, with Franklin Morales. Um, 30 days are up as far as his time on the disabled list. Um, they also have Marco Estrada coming back uh, at the end of the week. So that basically two roster spots you have to kind of try to figure out if you had to make a guess what they do to, to open up those spots or, or who stays on this pitching staff what would you say the Blue Jays are going to do 
I think in the end, Morales is going to be back. Uh, you know, it's been interesting that it's taken this long because, I mean, he's a guy who's been out now uh, on that rehab assignment for 30 days and has been a lot of, uh, you know, it seems like he's been healthy for a little while, but the Jays have really pushed this decision back. I think he'll probably come up. You'll probably see uh, Aaron Loop get optioned to the minor leagues, and I think they'll probably take a look at, at Morales. He signed a $2 million deal. They haven't seen what they have from him yet. I think he'll probably get his shot. And then, uh, you know, to make room for Estrada, this is a team that's been been carrying eight relievers in the bullpen as well. When Estrada comes back, that'll probably change. They probably option uh, a guy like Bo Schultz um, to the minor leagues as well. So they've got some flexibility at the end of the roster to, to make room for these guys coming in. Trade deadline is less than two weeks away. Um, Obviously the Blue Jays were, I think you have to say the big winners at the deadline a year ago, uh, maybe them and, and the Mets for what they did. But but those moves aren't out there this year. David Price isn't out there. Troy Tulowitzki, a guy like that, probably not out there either. Um, when you look at this Blue Jays team and, and you figure out what they're going to do, how does this team improve themselves between now and August 1st? Um, they've talked about Aaron Sanchez moving to the bullpen over and over and over again. He continues to put up – great start after great start. So how much of what they do at the deadline depends on what they decide to do with Aaron Sanchez? I think it revolves entirely around Aaron Sanchez because if Aaron Sanchez is to move out of a starter's role, then this team needs to make some sort of move to the rotation. I mean, Drew Hutchison is probably the guy who comes in and and fills the void, but um, after that, the Jays just don't have any kind of starting depth whatsoever. So uh, you have to make at least a depth move there if you were to move him. Uh, if he stays in the rotation, uh, then you absolutely need to make some sort of move for the bullpen. Um, you know, we've seen one move earlier this year with Jason Grilly. He's really helped solidify things in the eighth inning, uh, and you expect that Brett Cecil will, will turn things around in the second half. But even even so, uh, you, need, you need some more options down there. Jesse Chavez has allowed uh, 50% of his inherited runners to score this year he's had some nice stretches but he's also really struggled uh to me the bullpen more than any other uh spot on this roster uh needs a little bit of tinkering and and the good news for the jays is is that there does seem to be a lot of relievers out there on the market right now Uh, if they were really in in need of a starting pitcher i think that would be a challenging move for this organization to make especially with the fact that they don't have a lot of resources in the minor leagues to work with Um, they really only could kind of kind of get a back-end type pitcher Um, but the relievers there's a lot of them out there so I I would fully expect them to make at least one move there but it does really all come down to Aaron Sanchez and he just continues time after time uh, to keep throwing out quality starts and uh, you know he's shown no signs of fatigue it's going to be an awfully hard move justifiable move it's going to be a hard move to justify rather uh, moving him out of his current role right now because he has been that good I mean he's been dominant basically all season long one of the top starters in the league is there a possibility that they add a bat for whatever reason, or is it, is it pitching all the way for this Blue Jays team? Yeah, there, there's been a lot of talk about that, and, and I would be pretty surprised to see any type of move made offensively. I mean, the Jay Bruce rumors don't seem to go away. Um, you know, there's a report last week that uh, the Jays were potentially interested in Carlos Beltran. 
I just don't think that a move like that is going to happen. Uh, to me, it causes a lot of problems for that roster. Uh, I mean, you really, if, if you were to add a bat, that probably means you're moving Jose Batista to a DH spot. He might not be happy with that. Uh, but even more problematic than that is then that means you need to play Edwin Encarnacion basically every day at first base. And when, whenever he's gone through long stretches at first, he's run into some issues with his legs and with his back. To me, offensively, this team is, is pretty much set. Uh, maybe if you can get something for a really bargain basement deal, you make a move there. But to me, uh, if I'm the Jays, I'm using whatever resources I have available uh, to upgrade that pitching staff and in particular that bullpen. All right, great stuff. Next time we talk, Gregor, we'll be that much closer to the deadline. Maybe the Blue Jays pull the trigger on a move between now and next week. We will have to wait and see. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition. For Gregor Chisholm, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.